Welcome to the podcast, What Do You Think, God?, where you're encouraged to build intimacy with God by asking Him questions. Hi, my name is Patty, and I'll be challenging the way you think. Welcome back for Season 2 of the podcast, What Do You Think, God? Unfortunately, this will be the first and last podcast of the season. Over the summer, I was attacked by aggressive symptoms in my body that have to be stopped as soon as possible. I really enjoyed podcasting and hope to be able to return to it in the future, but for now, I need spiritual understanding so I can effectively deal with these symptoms and that requires focus. I can't take you on this healing journey with me because I only want to share with you the revelations I have received and I don't understand what is going on yet. These symptoms have loud voices that contradict God's word which states that we are already healed by the stripes of Jesus. I'm learning how to use my voice to combat the symptoms and am experiencing some success but that's not all there is to it. So today, I'm going to recap the main points of Season 1 by asking the question, what was Season 1 all about? In Episode 1, I discussed two realities, earthly and spiritual. God's reality is spiritual, accessed through the Lord Jesus Christ. Those who believe in Christ enter into the spiritual realm by faith and grab hold of spiritual reality, dragging it into our earthly realm in order to transform our earthly experience. Episode 2 began by showing the unbeliever the importance of believing and receiving the new life God offers to all mankind. After that, we discovered that mankind had to die and become a brand new species because we were corrupted by sin. God accomplished our death by being born a man in the person of Jesus Christ, carrying all mankind's sins in his body on the cross, and dying our death so that the death that should have happened to us happened to him instead. In episode 3, we learned that Christ didn't remain dead. He raised from the dead, and if we want a new identity and a new reality, we must make a choice to believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. By making that choice, we become born again, and God gives us a new nature to replace our old sinful nature that he cut from us. Our union with Christ in his death and resurrection places the holy God within us to live through us. Episode 4 revealed how thoroughly God dealt with sin through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And since Christ is never going to be offered ever again for sin, we are free from sin once for all time. In episode 5, we discussed how we bring sin into our new life with God because it's a habit. God teaches us over time how he thinks and acts, and as we see him, we adopt new ways of dealing with life. Meanwhile, our mistakes have already been paid for and will not be held against us. 
Episode 6 demonstrated how Jesus specifically exchanged places with us by walking through his death, identifying where he took all bad from us and gave us all his good in exchange. It is through the great exchange that we receive a new reality and new identity as a free gift. In Episode 7, we examined four aspects of God's character his holiness, goodness, truthfulness, and faithfulness. The point I attempted to make was that God is always true to his nature. He isn't wishy-washy like man, so we can rely on him. And in the times when we're confused, we need to make sure our interpretation of scripture doesn't violate his character. Episode 8 offered an alternative explanation for some common beliefs floating around the church. I discussed the belief that God sometimes says no and countered that I don't believe he says no to the promises of the finished work of Christ. I explained how Paul's thorn in the flesh did not refer to sickness. I also questioned the accepted doctrines of predestination the sovereignty of God without limitations, that bad things are the will of God, etc. I presented these alternative explanations to prepare you for the following episodes on healing. Episodes 9 through 12 dealt exclusively with healing. I used evidence to prove that healing is and always has been God's will for man. Then I showed that healing's placement in prophecy was significant because all of God's prophecies are true and meant to be manifest. Next, we determined that God made a covenant with Jesus, revealing to him his plan to give men righteousness, peace, and healing when the Son offered up his body. We also saw that Jesus believed so thoroughly God would fulfill his promise to him to free mankind from sin, sickness, and death that he submitted to an excruciating death to bring it to pass. Lastly, we saw the great exchange again when Jesus became a curse to free us from the curse of sickness. Episode 13 asked if we can lose our salvation, and I used scripture to prove that God won't take our salvation from us because then salvation would be based on something unstable, like our performance, but we can throw it away. In episode 14, we determined what works James was referring to when he said, faith without works is dead by defining all the different types of works spoken of throughout the scripture. Episode 15 asserted that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a separate experience from receiving the Holy Spirit at salvation, and that the evidence it has occurred is speaking in tongues. I challenged the church belief that tongues and other miraculous giftings ceased when the last apostle died and the written word became formal canon. Episode 16 talked about the benefits of speaking in tongues. It also examined our fears and worries related to the experience. 
We said that God uses tongues to empower our lives and allow us to bypass our own understanding when we pray so that the Spirit can pray more effectively for us according to the will of God. In episode 17, we compared true love to human love and concluded that the only true love was God himself. He has shown his love for us through action. His sacrificial death was the ultimate proof of his unfailing love for us. The last episode of the season dealt with promises and who is responsible to keep them. We learn what to expect from God through his promises. The promises associated with Christ's death on the cross were already fulfilled and paid for, so we can have confidence God will perform his promise for us. His character assures us that since he was the one to make the promise, he also will be the one to keep the promise because promises are his plan and will and he cannot lie. As always, I want to thank Audio Resute for the music clips taken from the song Nova on the album Born for Freedom. If you'd like to hear more of Audio Resute's creative works, Go to freemusicarchive.org slash music slash audio resute slash D-I-S-C-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y. You spell audio resute A-U-D-I-O-R-E-Z-O-U-T. Thanks for listening.